Welcome to Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am Jim Rome. He is the big head, James Kelly, and it is wild card weekend. Freaking postseason head. How you living? Uh, okay, I guess you could say. Okay. <laughs> well, dude, that's a, that's a really horrible answer. Uh, what was your problem, man? Are you terminally ill? No, I'm, I'm living great. Life is good. Uh, excited for some good football here, but I struggled my ass off a little bit here getting here, but I'm here. So we're good to go. What a warrior, dude. Wow, you got to pick football games, man. must be rough. Anyway, not that this is some sort of revelation, but I kind of know where you're going with this. If we're going to make some money this weekend, we're going to have to really earn it. So generally, I got an answer about how you're feeling about life, but how are you feeling about the matchups generally before we get into it? Yeah, they correlate together, right? I, I lived through this whole thing, so I'm struggling with those as well. I, I figured I'd take every single minute you'd give me to come up with my best answers possible. So, tough matchups, man. Tough matchups. And it's just not as cut as it seems, right? It's not going to be all favorite. It's just, it's tough. Playoff time, but I love it. No, it's true. And the, the, for those who listen to the Daily Program, this, this is what we were talking about. Like, I, what, why can I not find you? Why are you not giving me your picks? Where are you? Because it's a hard week. So, anyway, they mm-hmm. don't care. Let's get into it. Niners right. and Seattle. They're going to yes. start. Let me start right there. They're going to run it back. A third time. The Niners have won 10 in a row. We know you're a surrogate son and an adopted member of the Shanahan family. You just showed up at their doorstep. You never left. And mm-hmm. let me ask you something. Do you call Mike dad, pop, <laughs> or rat with two T's? Well, until that restraining, uh, you know. <laughs> Order, dude, is the word yeah. you're looking for. That's what, Until that showed you up, I call him Pops all the time. Up, dude. Yep. That restraining, uh, uh, on that, uh, Ray Ray in Tampa, uh, on that mantle. Wow. I forgot dude. what it read, but it said, get the hell away from this guy and stay off his damn porch. I yeah, said, okay, man, cool. Something like yep. that. All mm-hmm. right. So this is, this is going to be a podcast. I can tell already. How you playing that game? Who you got? I'm going with uh, Step Bro Kyle and the 49ers here, Jim, laying the nine points, or nine and a half points, sorry. A uh, few concerns with big clock Brock here. It's his first playoff game in Seattle. will be the first team now to see him twice, but every indication is he shows up like the boss he has been. He's finished the season with a 107.3 quarterback rating. That's the best rating ever for a rookie quarterback. They're also averaging 36-point games uh 36 points per game with him under center at home which is key i think he leans on his running game here against seattle's defense that ranks 26 and allowing 4.9 yards per attempt now seattle's offense is top 10 in scoring but their line has been complete ass lately and that's not good when you get nick boson the number one scoring defense in football with the number one rush d gino will have to make plays with his two 1000 yard receivers out there Tyler Lockett and the dude who shit himself earlier in the year, Mudcalf, that guy. Wow, they have to dude. make plays. Yeah. Wow. That Mudcalf. was not that was not necessary. Oh, right there. Right there. So they have to score touchdowns though in the red zone, and they just haven't done there uh, done that at all this season. It's San Francisco's weakness, and over the past three games, pretty rich. Only... You sound like you've shit yourself twice already in this podcast. Oh, this episode happened. alone, man. Pretty rich of you to accuse somebody else of doing it. Hey, I like Mudcalf. It happens all the time. Anyways, past three games in the red zone, only the ass Jets have the worst uh, worst red zone offense than the Seattle Seahawks do here. See what I mean? Yep, there's another shit. I didn't want to cuss that part. Sorry, my bad. Anyways, ATS, alongside Cannibals, Lions, the 49ers were the best home cover. This dumping your pants, bro. <laughs> Don't worry. The pick will be great here. 49ers <laughs> were the best home cover in the NFL 
at 77%, 8-0 in their last eight versus the NFC West as well. The Gum Murderers Hawks, 0-5 in their last five versus the NFC Let's go, fam. Shanahan, minus nine and a half. I here. think that dude who says, all right, so you're going to go with the fam. I think that guy who said, hey, man, I don't want that podcast stuff. Just give me the picks. I think that's what he meant. And for the first time, I'm starting to agree with him. <laughs> you know, the Seahawks, to me, they were a great story until they weren't. Let's mm. not confuse them just getting by the Rams in OT and slipping into the playoffs with them being a great story. They mm. were, but they're not now. Like, Geno Smith was a great story, but he's not now. At least not as good a story as Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy, the last player selected in the draft. Listen, this dude is not just going all game manager with it. He's playing out his ass, huge numbers. He's making every kind of throw. He's throwing to other pass catchers all over the field. The guy's got a big brass set, and their offense has been straight fire since he's been under center. Mm -hmm. And, frankly, it's a given. You can't do shit against Frisco's defense. We know that. Seems to me the only chance Seattle has of keeping it within the number. They're not going to win, but mm -hmm. the only chance they have of keeping it within the number is if Kenneth Walker can tote the rock, move the stick, spin the clock, keep it away from the Niners the because clock. unlike what you think, I think, I know they've got a couple of 1,000-yard receivers, mm -hmm. but they're not doing anything right now offensively. Seattle, except for Ken Walker, then again, nobody can run it on the Niners, so forget that. I'm with you. I'm going to take you and the fam. I will lay the points. Beautiful. All right, so Chargers, minus two at the Jags. Head, you and I talked about it. It's a rough, rough week of mm -hmm. picks. Mm -hmm. To me, dude, this one is very, very easy. Very easy? Easy. Okay. Easy. Yeah, the hell it is. Tricky, man. <laughs> dude, this is tricky. I like both these teams. It's hard for me to fully trust either one of them. If you like the Jags, mm -hmm. you're getting them at home and a couple of points. The question is, do you like them enough to take the points? I do. I'm going home dog Jags plus Ooh, two, two and a half are. now. I am. Yes, we're getting an extra half point here, so I'm going to go Jags oh, okay. plus two and a half. Yep. Helps out a little bit here, the rematch, the Jags 38-10 uh, to 10 beat down in week three in L.A. Love Justin Herbert. He's a superstar. We all know this. But his offense should be so much better than it is right now. They've regressed in yards per game and points per game from a year ago. And it's Justin's second season in the offense, which is not good. Also, the last three games, they have ran the football better. But on the season, they are pretty one-dimensional in throwing it, which is what you want to do against the Jags. But as a whole... The Jags have gotten better on defense. They have given up an NFL least 7.6 points per game the last three weeks. Hmm. They just have to make tackles here. Only the Chiefs had more yards after the catch than the Chargers did this season. And Pro Football Focus has the Jags as the 30th-ranked tackling team, so that's a scare. But it does help with Staley doing them a solid here and uh, getting Mike Williams hurt last week, so I like that part. He might play, but he's a little banged up, so thanks there, Brandon. On offense, Trevor has to play better than he did last, against, uh, last week against Your the Titans. attitude is shit, dude. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the obvious. But thanks here, thanks yep. for thanking a coach for thinking he got somebody hurt unnecessarily. Great take, Head. Yeah, he kind of did, though, too. You know, Bosa, too. Yeah, but you don't have appreciate to thank that. him for it. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Alan. I know. Well, he might lose my, uh, you know, my future bet for the Chargers, so I'm, I'm a little mad at Brandon right now. So Clearly. Yes, at least it's not personal. Bet. Go ahead. Not personal at all. Trevor uh, has to play better than he did last week against the Titans. I think they run the ball. They ran the ball for 151 yards on the ground in their first matchup, and the Chargers allowed an NFL worst five-point yards per attempt. 
ATS, the Jags, haven't lost as a home dog this year, so that's good. Let's go with Danica, Mrs. Ursay, and Duval. Jags plus two and a half right here. Mrs. Ursay. <laughs> I did I know what you did there. <laughs> Alvi, show them what he did there. Mrs. Ursay. You don't know who this gal is. Oh, I do. I Mrs. mean, you know who she is. No, not that one. Mrs. No, no. Ursay yeah. Alvin. See, even Alvin doesn't get the joke, so it's how funny, funny could it be? It's a great joke, Alvin. Now, I, I got it. Yeah. But Alvin either will not endorse it or condone it or he doesn't get it or just doesn't give a damn because I'm not hearing her. How about Ursay's no, no, love? No. Damn it, Alvin. Alvin, do you really not know what he's talking about? Jack Holy shit, dude. He's more fried than really? you or I. Wow. He's talking about that gal who's got the house <laughs> near the beach. Steal a show. There you go, yes. Alvin. Thank there you very much. Oh. All right, so listen. I... I, I told you this pod was for shit. <laughs> L- listen, I can't lie. I can't lie. In mm-hmm. thinking about this one, I just kept staring at it, and then I just kept going round and round on it. The Jags are hot. Thank you, Alvin. The Jags are hot, and to me, momentum is real in football and in life, and mm-hmm. the Chargers, when healthy, are loaded. But to your point, and I'm going to make it better, mm-hmm. how healthy are they after Brandon Staley played his starters last week in a meaningless game? See, that's the classy way of handling that head, not that's the way you did. Probably better. Dudes yeah. were getting dinged. But, but, mm-hmm. how can I really go against my neighbor, Justin Herbert, <laughs> or the most underappreciated back in the league in Austin Eckler? Then again, on the other side, you've got Trevor Lawrence. He did have issues last week, but he's coming to his own. And I'm telling you, dude, I love all their pass catchers, including tight end Evan Ingram. Plus, you know, Travis Etienne is going to run it because Mm -hmm. the Chargers can't stop him. How do I know that? They can't stop anybody, Mm -hmm. anybody on the ground. I mean, anybody. So I hate to go against the dudes. A stone's throw from me in this studio, but Duval sort of is my home away from home. So at the risk of never, ever getting an invite to Justin Herbert's Victory Barbecue, which is two <laughs> blocks away from where I live, I'm with you. I'm going to roll with nice. the Jags and the nice. points. Hell yes. I hate it, but I got to. I'm you with you. can't have a newcomer come in. I think I struggle with that game more than anyone this week. I know, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I just stared at it and went round and round and round. All right. Mm-hmm. The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and the go-to place for wildcard round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just 5 bucks and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to 10 bucks. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? Here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code BIGBETS. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, but you have to use the code BIGBETS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions to apply. See show notes for details. What about Bills minus 13 versus Miami? Mm -hmm. And for very good reason. Never mind that they split the two games that they played this year. Both those games were really close. That obviously does not matter. Hence the extraordinarily fat point spread. And why is it so fat? Because Tua is still in the protocol, and the Dolphins are going to go with Skylar Thompson, Skylar under center. 
So the good news is the Dolphins are back in the playoffs. The bad news, Head, is they're going to get waxed. What are you doing here? Yeah, biggest point spread in wild card history right here, Jim, and 13 points here wow, on the lay. dude, that's yeah. a fact. It's a, it's, a, it's a big fact, and it's a big point spread, and I'm going to lay all 13 here. Only shot here for Miami to cover is weird, weird stuff, which we've seen all season. Turnovers mainly, though, and a surprising number. The Bills finished the regular season with the second highest percentage of their offensive drives ending in turnovers, 15.2% of them, 27 total turnovers. Josh Allen has an NFL worst five interceptions in the Josh red zone. Allen, Jim. Josh Allen, that guy. <laughs> but, of course, Allen. that guy right there. Why do you um, keep repeating yourself, dude? <laughs> Josh Allen. Is there an Josh echo in the room? Josh, Josh. Isn't he your neighbor, too? No. Josh no? Okay. Allen. No. Gotcha. All no. right. Anyways, with that guy, um, they have the second highest percentage of their drives ending in points. Alvin, help me out Josh here. Allen. Thank you. That guy. They score a lot of points. They're worried. They get the third best pass rush win rate in football in Miami's defense who could also stop the run. It's their corners that Allen can go at. Um, they're basically on an island here. Only the Giants and Cards blitz more than Miami does, and nobody has be been better under pressure than who, Allen? Or Allen. Allen again. Alvin. Thank you, Allen. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Allen. Josh Allen. Josh, he does Josh better. Deloro. There we go, right there. Alvin Allen. Josh Allen. Dude, you're a mess. Thank you, Allen. Uh, as far as Miami's offense, that Skyler Thompson guy you just <laughs> you mentioned Allen. right there. The guy selected it's so 15 confusing, spots. Man. I know to it you is, anyway. too. It keeps throwing me off, damn it. The guy uh, selected 15 spots ahead of Big yourself Clock off, dude. No one's doing anything to you. You're doing it to I, well, yourself. It's convenient to blame somebody else and point the finger, you know? Something right. like that. Anyways, uh, Skyler Thompson, 15 spots ahead of big clock Brock. He's not putting up the same numbers, though. Total QBR, he ranks 45th. Completion percentage, 46th in the NFL. Yards per attempt, last in the NFL as Tua is first. You know, I don't want to stick my neck out here, but they might want to go with that Mike Glennon guy, Jim. It might be a better option than Skyler Thompson. ATS, since... Sean McDermott has taken over as head coach in 2017. The Bills have been the second-best cover percentage in football, but Miami right now, they're the hotter team versus the spread, including going 6-1 and one in their last seven against the AFC East, but I'm going Bills minus 13. God, it's such a big number, right? Such Massive. Such a big number. I mean, I would love to get into what happened the first time these two teams huge, met huge, and huge, what huge. the matchups were like right. and how they played out, but it's immaterial, right, because of – well, Skylar Thompson. Yeah. I mean, I hate to keep dogging Skylar Thompson, but there is one thing that I just keep going back to. He's Skylar Thompson. <laughs> Mike McDaniel may be brilliant enough Love to him. resurrect to his career, but he's not brilliant enough to make Skylar Thompson anything other than Skylar Thompson. Yes, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are the best receiving duo in the NFL, but no, it doesn't matter if Skylar Thompson is the one trying to get them the ball. <laughs> Believe me, they're not the best receiving duo in the NFL if they're playing with Skylar Thompson every single week. And if it seems like I'm being unnecessarily harsh to Skylar Thompson, it's only because, well, he's Skylar Thompson. I can make 10 arguments for the Bills right here, but instead I'll make just one argument against the Dolphins. They are quarterbacked by Skylar Thompson. Is that worth 13 points? I guess what I'm saying is, yes, it is. Bills minus 13, but to your point, crazy shit happens late in games, right? Yes, Buffalo. It. All right. Oh, Buffalo. Viking. You love that. Buffalo. Hall of Famer. Buffalo. 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 Vikings. How about this one? Vikings minus three 
versus the Giants. All right, finally, head. Now we're talking. I freaking love this game. You do? No, of course not. Man, I hate this game. (laughs) Another one of those games where I run the numbers, I do my prep, I do my research, and I came up banging my head against the wall wondering, why didn't I just save the time, flip a coin, and just talk shit about the team that I'm going against? It would save me a lot of anxiety and a lot of prep time, and I'd probably get the pick right. You know, that's how I feel about this game. (laughs) How about you? What are you doing with it? Yeah, I agree. Worst game of the weekend. Um, uh, this week 16 rematch, and both teams are getting worse by the week, it seems. Not better. I'm taking the Giants in the three points, actually. The Vikings are the worst 13-win team in the history of the NFL. Football Outsiders has the Broncos and the Rams as better teams than them right now. They became the first team in the NFL history to win 12-plus games and post a negative point differential for the season. And the Giants, well... They've won three games since November, and two of them came against the Texans and Coach Tuesday's Colts. This is Alvin, the Wendy Williams butt burp of no, playoff football don't do right it. now. Don't Jim, you, don't you do it, Alvin. It's the example. It's Alvin, don't do it. She's not lonely. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. You can't play the Jacksonville gal, but you can't wait to get to that, even after <laughs> I said don't have do it. Newcomer come Thank in. you. It's a matter of time. She's Mrs. not Ursay. <laughs> your dream, I dude. Your I bet dream you, I bet you would that be Jags Mrs. Ursay to have a butt burp. That'd be the best thing that ever happened in your dude, whole I life, dude. I bet you that Jags lady is gassy as hell. He'd cha- oh, yep. I apologize. I apologize. Steal the show. Oh, that, that's great. Head a fifty-year-old who finds Flash once amusing, dude. You should be really proud of yourself. Oh. Anyways, the Giants' defense is getting healthier Don't here. Anyways, um, me, man. Flatulence. I think their D-line works um, uh, works this beaten-up line of the Vikings right here. They're, they're beat to hell, especially on the right side of that line. That's their best shot of stopping Justin Jefferson on the outside is getting that pass rush going. Also, you want to run against the Giants. Football Outsider has them as their worst run D in football. The only problem is they also have the Vikings as their wor- uh, 28th best run of offense, so that's not good. Last game, Dimes threw for 334 yards against that Ed Donatel's historical-ass defense. Ed Donatel's my new Joe Woods right now, Jim, if you haven't noticed. He's not good at football, coaching football, especially defensive-wise. But anyways, you have to be more the top. I never thought anybody would replace Joe Woods for you. Well, Bob Sutton was first, Joe Woods. Now we're going to Sutton cost you money, didn't he? Sutton cost me a lot of damn money. I knew it. I knew it. Mm -hmm. All right. Donatel kind of has, too. I knew that, too, obviously. (laughs) Against the spread, here's some good stuff right here. Giants, 7-1 against the spread as an away team. Best team overall in the NFL and covering 76.5% of their games on the season. It's the best cover rate since the 2016 New England Patriots hitting at a whopping 85.6%. Yes, it's that good. Yes, the Giants. What? And, and it's all because coaching matters, and Brian Dayball has legend. done a better job than um. Don't you dare anybody. disrespect Barbara. What? Oh, what? she passed. Oh, yeah, she did pass. We were on hiatus at that point, so. So you, still, you can go ahead and respect it right now, dude. I can. Great lady. Um, best interview Incredible ever. Incredible journal, man. One girl. Yes, she was. Okay. Alvin, you got sound on that one, too? Giants plus three. I'll tell you what, this. I'm Mr. Sterling's right-hand arm. His silly rabbit. His what? His silly rabbit. His silly rabbit? Yes. Is that what he calls you? No. That's I call myself. Alvin running the silly rabbit for self-glossing is so amazing. Dude, it's 
the best. Barbara handled that like the Hall of Fame that she was. Oh. Rest in peace, legend. Rest in peace. All right, so. So, quick question. Why is Old Trapper Beef Jerky so amazing? Let's start with the fact that it is a family-run business. A family business which stands by quality and produces the world's best beef jerky. Now, I've made this point many, many times, and I want to make it again right now. Beef jerky is not just beef jerky. I think some of you go to the store, and you reach for the beef jerky, and you think it's all the same. In fact, you might not even know what you're buying. That's a big mistake. Stop making that mistake. All beef jerky is not the same. In fact, there's nothing like Old Trapper. It is simply the best. Four mouth-watering flavors, so you can get your choice of whatever you want. Myself, I like them all the same. I bounce back and forth between each and every one of them. So you can do the same thing. They come in four-ounce bags. If you need to learn, do it that way. If you already know what you want, go with the 18-ouncer. That way there's enough for everybody. The entire unit, the entire family, the entire team. If you do not see it, ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what is your beef? This is a really out there reference. I admit this. This might be kind of a reach, but one of my favorite quotes by an athlete ever uttered directly to me in an interview on air was from none other than Ronda Rousey. When I first met her, okay, Ronda, Mm -hmm. I met Ronda right when she got her start and was starting to blow up with UFC, right when we started Jim Rome on Showtime. So she was on the verge of blowing up, and I'll never forget, she walked in the studio, and she was awesome, man. The energy was incredible. And that was when the zombie apocalypse was all the rage. Mm -hmm. So during this interview, Head, Mm -hmm. you might remember this, I asked her, hey, Ronda, if you were dealing with zombies... What would your top strategy be? And without any hesitation, she dropped this on me. What is your survival strategy? Fucking houseboats. Houseboats, man. It depends on the kind of zombies you're dealing with, you know? Fucking houseboats. I know. Houseboats, man. I mean, what's that? Like, without hesitation, fucking houseboats. Fucking houseboats. (laughs) She had an amazing it. Yeah. Oh, she Mm -hmm. had such an incredible it. And remember, Mm -hmm. this was before she ran the world, and she did for a minute now. Oh, yeah. This is my thought. Mm-hmm. Fucking Vikings, man. <laughs> Fucking Vikings. So many weapons, so many ways to hurt you, 13 wins, but some of these losses, dude, just scare the hell out of me. Like, I can't shake the thought of Green Bay curb stomping these guys. Mm-hmm. Losing will happen, but that kind of beatdown should never happen to a so-called contender. And it's not like it's the only time it's happened either. Let's not forget how far behind they were on the Colts before they came back on them. Like mm-hmm. I would say to you, I don't need the Vikings to win the Super Bowl this week. I just need them to beat the Giants by more than a field goal at home. But then again, fucking Vikings, man. Fucking houseboats. <laughs> uh, I, Minnesota. Minnesota, I'm going to lay the points. Fellas, do not make me hate myself. Day, man. Wasn't Rhonda so awesome oh, back in the day dude, before she... Holly Holm broke her face? That that ended it right there. One God, Ronda right was the fun, girl. man. She was fun. Fucking houseboat, badass. She house scared boats. the living shit out of everybody. That yep. was such a great line. I mean, I I did not. We had just started that show mm-hmm. and just like, hey, Ronda, like, what would you do about zombies? Fucking houseboats. Fucking houseboats. Houseboats, man. Houseboats, man. Houseboats, man. Oh, Can't get enough of that. Houseboats, man. I'm glad that you remember that as fondly as I do. Houseboats, man. Lover. All right, Bengals minus eight and a half. V is that number still eight and a half? 
Nope. I just opened the damn app again, and now it's moved again to nine and a freaking half. It was Ouch, seven. Yes, it was dude. seven earlier this week. Nine and a half. Nine now. and a half. Yes. This morning it was eight and a half. Now it's ah. nine and a half now. By the time they hear it, it'll probably be ten and a half. Oh, dude, hit it right now, clone. All right. So yeah. I say this. Okay. Well, it's gonna change. Change a little bit now that that's happened. Mm-hmm. I say this, and you know, you and I are both deeply infatuated with all things Bengal. Not like that one caller to our daily show that was infatuated with me, (laughs) but insisted that he didn't want to have S with me. Remember that? Eric in San Diego. Romy, I'm not in love with you. I am just infatuated. It doesn't mean that I want to have S with him. Ah! Weird, man. Just, just weird. Like, how about that ran. dude not wanting to say the word sex with him on the air? I know. I know. Hey, what do you mean you don't want to have S with me? What, bro? You <laughs> think you're better than me? Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, uh-huh. even though you and I don't want to, quote, have S with them, uh-huh. you and I do love us some Bengals. Now as much as ever, and the Ravens may not have Lamar Jackson, almost assuredly not, but they've got that tough-ass defense. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with this game? Laying those nine and a half and taking the Bengals. Um, Mm. Dude, this Lamar situation has iced their season. Dude hasn't practiced in a month, and since uh, he went down earlier in that game against Denver, counting that contest to now, the Ravens have averaged 12.5 points per game since then. Cringer Rush and uh, Coach Hackett's offense is laughing their ass off at that inability to freaking put points up right now, Jim. That is, uh, for numbers-wise, that is 2010 Carolina Panthers bad John Fox, Jimmy Claus, and shit right there. I could only imagine what Alvin, John Fox Alvin, would is say. is there no jungle to rats or pot? There you go. There we go. Next week. No, 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 no. All of it. All of it. How, how exactly? Where is that? Yeah. yeah. What would John Fox say? That was so great. Yeah, You got the whole thing, Alvin, or you just want me to keep going? We're loopy as shit. Go ahead. (laughs) The worry is the Bengals. Alvin's like, I thought I played it. Like, Alvin, dude, you're... you're, He's playing down to our level, head. And by our level, I mean your level. (laughs) Thank you. Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask for, Alvin? John Fox Stay tuned next week. Alvin... Again, not to, to overuse the phrase, I don't want to let you know how the sausage is made because none of us know. Mm-hmm. Alvin literally just said, hey, James, I'm not a fucking jukebox. <laughs> that is one of Alvin's greatest lines of his entire career. Oh, I If wish he's he had going a F-bomb, he's angry, he's and he just said, hey, James, I'm not a fucking jukebox. <laughs> Put another dime in that jukebox, uh, Alvin. That's a best you, hit, Alvin. though, Alvin. So, that is incredible. Yeah. What My a bad, Alvin. Alvin's incredible. Yeah. He is incredible. You don't want to do that either. Yeah, anyway. Steve Nash, all yeah. right. I'll, I'll move on. Alvin's incredible. He oh, he's got that one right there. This shit, this shit is a little bit too inside, but still funny. Go ahead. Okay. Bengals need to score some points here, and this Ravens defense was putting it on them Sunday and shutting them down after trailing 17 to nothing earlier in the second. 
Since trading for Roquan uh, Smith, the Ravens have allowed 10 touchdowns. Yeah, I knew I'd miss that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to – even I let that Roquan. slide. The, the degree Roquan. of difficulty yeah. for you for Roquan. Uh, I, even dude. I was going to let that slide. Not Alvin. <laughs> Not Alvin. He's pissed he's at me He's still now. mad, right? Yeah, he's coming at me now. No, no, no. Anyways, since Roquan dude, Smith – you that buzzer on Roquan. was that was so good. Uh, the Ravens have allowed 10 touchdowns and 91 drives since he's been on the team. They're incredible with him right there. And what might uh, cost the Bengals the Lombardi here again is that line. Damn it, the right side of it, it's terrible. They lost Lyle Collins for the season, and now right guard Alex Kappa is out with an ankle injury. Bad, bad news. But if there's anyone who can overcome this ass block in Jim, no one is better at it than Joe Burrow. And you'd have to think he could still get Cincy in the mid-20s and points here. So I like Cincy. ATS, only the Giants are better than the uh, Bengals this season. The Bengals hit 75% of their covers this season, which is incredible. As the great Teddy Karras said, fuck you, Baltimore. Bengals minus eight and a half. I mean, look. Fuck you. Fuck you. Wow, this is becoming really profane. Listen, like... Like, I can say anything here that I haven't already said every single week on this pod. Joe Burrow is a freaking legend already. Yes. Jamar Chase is freaking elite. Mm -hmm. Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, the best receiving trio in the game. The offensive line. You know what? I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just going to pretend that it's not true. (laughs) Because the numbers have been better. I mean, I understand they're banged up now of late. But they've done a much better but job. But they of are better than last him. year. I agree with they that. I mean, they're better than, than what they had last year. You know, you know what they that. are? They're better than what they were last year, but mm-hmm. they're not as good as I'm giving them credit for. I'm just kind of ignoring it. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they've won ten in a row. Maybe because they're confident as hell. They're swaggy as hell, and they've got the legend Lou Anarumo You're dialing good. up my guy, dialing mm-hmm. up an excellent Bengals defense. Love them all damn day. The only thing that gives me pause is that Ravens D and their pride, and they do know the Bengals, and they know what the Bengals do. But knowing what's coming does not mean they're going to stop it. I'm going to roll with the Bengals, too, except that number keeps going up, man. And Lamar, I I don't want to get crazy, and I would never— There's certain things you don't do, right, without knowing. You don't Mm -hmm. call a guy a Jake Mm -hmm. or a fake— or say it's contractually motivated. Like, I don't know, because I, th- I think this guy loves ball, and I think he would never do anything to let his teammates down, but don't you wonder if they got that contract done and the situation were exactly as it is right now, if he'd be playing? Absolutely, I think that, because, I mean, you'd have more incentive to go out there, and even if you, if you hurt yourself even worse, you, you'd, you'd probably risk it, but not now. you got to wait, and it's both sides, right? Uh, so, it's both sides. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm the, exactly. Yeah. I, I think considering you like to point the finger at people, it's a good point that you make. I'm going to say that they're in the situation they're in, and it's both of their faults. Yep, they did it to themselves. I agree. All right, mm-hmm. so we'll see. Uh, but I am going to roll. Hopefully that number does not move any further. Man, these are big numbers. Big, big numbers. numbers. Mm-hmm. Finally, Monday night. Got to love the intrigue and the stakes, even if it involves – an eight and nine divisional champ from a dog shit division like Tampa Bay, because even though they're a chump like eight and nine, they do have the goat bacon 45 mm-hmm. and they've got a chance to absolutely punk Jera, the big fellow, Mike McCarthy and all of Cowboy Nation, given the names head mm-hmm. and the reputations and the personalities involved. This one has tremendous 
train wreck potential. Yes. Careers, right? Legacies could be at stake here. Jay Woods of OmegaTaxCredits.com is with me now. You've actually started a new operation, a new wing, Omega Funding Solutions. Exactly what is that and how does that work? You file an amended payroll tax return with the IRS and the IRS is backed up. You know, they were hit by COVID too. They had the pandemic to deal with. So it's taking them anywhere from six months to a year to process these refunds. So we came out with a solution where we can help you get access to that cash earlier in as, as little as two weeks. See if you qualify for an ERC tax refund from the IRS, Omega Tax credits.com which is why i'm all about it like every other game i'm not even sure which way i want to lean i'm just here to tell you either way a big name or more a legend or an icon someone is getting dragged so i love it i can't wait for your take who you got I can't wait for Tuesday because whoever loses is going to be amazing on Sports Talk Radio. Anyways, I'm going Cowboys minus two and a half on the road here. I just can't get with the Bucks right now, and I won't assume they're going to just flip this damn switch. They're 8-9 on the season, like you said. They can't run the football, and the Cowboys have a pass rush that can force Play off Lenny. What do you mean they can't run the football? <laughs> to credit to Lenny, he had 100 and some yards against him in the first week of Hell the year. Yes, he and did. And then he went freaking Lenny plump. Credit. Yep, right there. Anyways, That's regular Cowboys. season Lenny, dude. I know. Nah, well, yeah, postseason Lenny. Okay. Anyways, Cowboys pass rush. Don't they could force Bacon shit. 45 to move his old ass feet around and get him off his spot, and that's usually the blueprint for Tommy there. He doesn't Biggest... have to move, dude. He doesn't move. He's never moved. Well, when Von Miller and the Broncos, and, you know, back in the day, that's how you get Tommy out of there. He <laughs> moves three I feet. Three I know. Feet Pressure sideways. up front, dude. Yeah. Pressure up front. Which Dallas kind of lacks that. They got the edge stuff, but, yeah, a little worrisome right there. Anyways. Biggest worry uh, for Dallas. Am I not allowed to interject? Stop anyways me, dude. I hate that. <laughs> just, just, anyways, like, all right, you done? I'm, I'm trying to talk here. I, I have a couple just, great We're having points, a conversation, yeah. dude. That's how this works. That's how this how about, let's talk about Dak here and his turnover Please. problem. Yeah, yeah. He has the highest uh, interception rate of anyone in football. He's gone seven straight games and throwing the ball to the other team. And it's scary as hell considering he's going up against a Tampa defense. Dude, I'm that sorry. Created... Say that again, though. Seven straight games of splitting the opposition's numbers. Dude, that is yeah. horrible. I think he's gotten one, maybe seven two years. games all season without doing that. Hmm. But it's seven straight for sure that he's thrown at the other team. And considering that Tampa defense has created six turnovers in their last two games that mattered, that's scary as hell, too. But I just... Dude, the Tampa defense should have been great, and they're just overall right now. They're closer to average, 13th in points, 19th in yards per rush attempt. And the way that Bacon's offense has been all season, they have to be dominant for, for them to win this game. Tampa Bay's offense has fallen off this season. Last year, these two teams were the two highest scoring teams in football. Dallas is now fourth and averaging 27.5 points. Still good. Tampa Bay is now averaging 11.5 points less per game than they did a year ago. And that number for the season is 18.4 points per game. Not good at all. Also, the red zone. Dallas has a huge advantage. Dallas is first on offense in the red zone and ninth on de uh, defense. Tampa is 22nd on offense and 26. You didn't keep this shit up all night. Yeah, well, that's why I was up all night getting all these damn numbers. Just like we drew it need, We don't need them all, man. Tighten your shit up, dude. Okay, ATS. This is tight. Tampa is tied with Baltimore as the worst home cover in the NFL. They hit 14.3% of their games 
as a home team. Tampa hasn't covered as a dog all year. Come on, Dak, choke this. Don't choke this away like old Jarrah. Let's go Cowboys minus two and a half. Well, dude, I hate to say it, but you make a very, very persuasive argument. I can't. It's hard for me to dispute those numbers. Let me sidebar really quickly. Mm-hmm. Speaking of bacon, right. you, would you like to know what? I've got a great example. You know what ass is? Uh, it depends. I'll give you an example of ass. Okay. Microwavable bacon. Oh. And I didn't really know it until, like, we do it for some reason in my home. And then our older son, Jake, came home from college. And he's like, you know, I'm going to make some bacon. And he went old school the way they used to make bacon. Mm -hmm. And I'd forgotten that real bacon is real bacon. Not real healthy, but real bacon. Microwavable bacon is such ass. Yeah, compared to this stuff on the pan. That's what I'm saying. You need that grease, man. Of course, I can make it in 30 seconds. But anyway. I'll tell you, in terms of this game, I can do that bullshit thing that they do on daily talk shows where they have that one host take one team and the other host take the other team, and then they scream and try to hot take each other to death and melt each other with molten lava. Mm -hmm. Like, if you and I were in a production meeting Mm -hmm. and we had to participate in some contrived bullshit like that, I would say, Mm -hmm. hey, dude, I really don't care. I could argue either side of this game, and that's really how I feel. I could argue either side of this game, which means, head, I'm going to pick a side. Actually, okay. I'm not. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to root for a side. Okay. And what that means, you know, I'll tell you which team I'm going to take. Between the Cowboys and the Bucks, uh-huh. the team that I'm going okay. to take is team content. In other words, I'm not going to pick the Cowboys or the Bucks. I'm picking me. I'm picking me. Dallas getting beat in the wild card round by an 8-9 team in what is supposed to be their Super Bowl year with Jarrah running out of time on this planet is by far more interesting to me than anything else. So I'm going to ride with Bacon 45, microwaved or not. This is why Bacon 45 put himself through all this shit on and off the field this year for this moment. And I think you conveniently forget when he's on the field and he's got those two big dogs out there, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and they're all healthy, they do damage. And do not forget playoff Lenny. Why do you think he put himself through, well, whatever he put himself through on and off the field this year? Mm -hmm. Playoff Lenny. Mm -hmm. Because he's freaking playoff Lenny. That's how I know. And here's what else I know. Dak is a turnover factory. You said it yourself. Big Mike is going to jack up the clock like he always does. Jarrah is going to leave what's left of his face somewhere in Tampa. I'm going to ride with Bacon and the boys. Not because I think they're going to win, but because I'm rooting for team content. And you know, like to your point, whatever happens on Tuesday, talk radio is going to go off. It's going to go off a hell of a lot more and a hell of a lot better if the Cowboys lose. So I'm taking Bacon and the fellas. Beautiful. All right. Rough, rough pod. (laughs) Rough, rough wild card week. (laughs) Run it back, Ed. Who you got? San Francisco minus nine and a half uh, v. Seattle. Jags plus two and a half at home against the Chargers. And Miss uh, Ursay will be in attendance. I hope they're Alvin. Sorry, I apologize. Giants plus three at Minnesota. Thank you. Bengals now minus nine and a half v. Baltimore. It was seven earlier, and it's now minus nine and a freaking half. Anyways, we're going Cincy right there. Bills minus 13 versus the Dolphins, and I'm going Dallas minus two and a half at Tampa Bay. So let me ask you, are you happy with your performance today? Hell yes, I am. You I shouldn't be. As hell. <laughs> you shouldn't be. All right, Head. 
Let's get some money. Let's get it done. Appreciate the grind. Get your picks to me earlier next time. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Jim. We're joined right now by Dr. David Chow, a.k.a. the Pro Football Doc, former longtime Chargers team physician and the man behind the Sports Injury Central site. Doc, I appreciate every single appearance this season, especially right now. How you doing? How are things? Doing great. And, uh, you know, more, a lot of games, six games this weekend, big games, playoff games uh, should be exciting. Lots of uh, injury things to discuss. That's the truth. Now, it would stand a reason, correct me if I'm wrong, but it would stand a reason that the teams that make it to the postseason probably are among the healthier, despite it being a long regular season and teams are beat up, but they got here. So let me ask you this. If that's the case, are there any matchups this week with big sick or injury differentials? Are there any must plays as you see it this week? Yeah, there are some matchup differentials still. Of course, you know, the healthier teams typically win. So you get there. Obviously, Baltimore has been banged up all year and it does not look like uh, uh, Lamar Jackson will play. And we can get to that. But the biggest injury differential is Buffalo versus Miami. And I get the attention has been on DeMar Hamlin. And by the way, Mika Hyde, as we said, when he first left with surgery on his neck and everyone said his season was over, we said he could come back for the playoffs. Maybe not this week, but next week. So that'll be some good help at free safety for the Bills. But the biggest issue there is not Tua not playing. We know that. And the biggest issue for Miami is not Teddy Bridgewater, pinky finger dislocation. Is it Teddy or Skylar Thompson? The biggest issue are his right tackles out for the season, left tackle, Teron Armstead fighting through a bunch of things, and the secondary of the Dolphins at safety and at corners with significant injuries. So the it's a big line, but the Bills are the favorite, not based on emotion, in my opinion, but based on injuries and not just at the quarterback position. So there's over a 10-point differential there. Really interesting what you just said. I love Toronto Armstead myself, and I spent a lot of time talking about the quarterback position be or I will with the big heads. So that, that's interesting that you point out that, yeah, that's that's a thing, but there's so many other things. You mentioned Lamar Jackson, so why don't you go to that right now? What, what What's your take on that, Doc? Like, it's it's speculation on all of our parts to try to determine whether or not this is contractually motivated or not. But knowing what you know about that injury, how does this whole thing look to you? I don't know Lamar personally. I haven't seen his knee or his MRI, but the day it happened in early December, we said that was a left knee PCL sprain that's since been confirmed. We said it would be multiple weeks and lucky to play by the end of December, and that has happened. I was very defending of Lamar when I got phone calls from beat reporters saying, is this contractually related? This is heading into week 17. I defended Lamar. Week 18, I said he's not playing. Look, Mark Andrews is not playing. Uh, J.K. Dobbins is sitting out. Tyler Huntley sat out. They're loading up for playoffs. And I said at the time, if Lamar does not play for the wild card, then it is fair to ask the question. It will be six weeks. Let's take a look at some other PCL examples. Last year, Zach Wilson, not quite the same quarterback as Lamar. He does run, not like Lamar. He had a PCL injury, missed four weeks. Admittedly, the first two weeks he returned, he did not run a lot. Uh, Dallas Goddard with a PCL this year, tight end, missed a game, came back, aggravated it, missed another game, came back, played the rest of the season. Ezekiel Elliott all last season played through the PCL. It made him less explosive. I am not one bit saying Lamar is faking an injury. I'm not one bit saying he's not really injured. But 
I have to think that either the contract has something to do with it. We are saying he's not 100%. But the fact that he seems to be not headed to try at less than 100% might be contractually related. Either that or there was a report earlier today that he's still extremely swollen, which is not normal for a mid-grade PCL. And portends the question there is, is he hurt worse and is there surgery in his future? So either way, this is not good news for Lamar at Baltimore Ravens. And right now, Tyler Huntley is throwing a little bit of practice today. We feel like it's a tendonitis overuse and he may be less than 100 percent, but we have to feel like it is going to be Tyler Huntley, not Anthony Brown for the Ravens. I really appreciate that insight. That is really good data, Doc. Thanks for that. Let me ask you about Minnesota and New York. They played an incredible game only a few weeks back. If they could play back to that, that would be great. But what would be even better is if we could make some money on this one. Who is the healthier of these two? And what are your thoughts on Vikings v. Giants? Yeah, and let me rewind one second on Ravens Bengals sure. in terms of what it is, because you know there's some quarterback, you know, uh, mysteries and who's going to play. Anyway, you look at it. I think the most intriguing play in at Sports Injury Central. We've been saying it since early week, knowing that there was some quarterback who's going to not going to play. But our big concern for the Bengals is right tackle and right guard. We said last week that Kappa is not going to play at right guard, and they just recently lost Leo Collins. The Bengals' Achilles heel last year was all the sacks. This year they were better, but not all the way better. Now the both right guard and right tackle are out. That is what to watch, which might keep this close. And we said early in the week at, at six score, the intriguing play is the under. And when we said it, it was 42. It has now since moved to 40 and a half. So, you know, take your chances there. But both sides with no Lamar, if he, Tyler Huntley, and the Bengals with some offensive line issues, and two teams with a lot of familiarity with each other might play out to be an under. But of course, we'd love to rewind the clock and get 42. Uh, we did give that to our uh, website viewers earlier in the week, but uh, you know, this is later week, so it's 40 and a half right now. Moving on to the Minnesota versus the New York Giants question. The big question is for Minnesota, their center, Garrett Bradbury. Their right tackle, Brian O'Neill, is out for the season. Garrett Bradbury, they, we've lost, Minnesota lost their number two center for the season last week. If they have to be at number three center and no right tackle, that might be a problem for the Vikings. But the hope is that Bradbury can come back and play this week. And if that is the case, then we would feel like Minnesota is in a good position to uh, win and cover. But that's the key one that we're watching. All right, so, Doc, I think that we are adding listeners in time for the playoffs. In fact, one of my favorite things about this podcast, unlike a lot of podcasts, Doc, that when they debut and they start and they premiere, you get that little bump to begin, and then there's a drop-off. Not this one. We're adding listeners every single week, and I think especially for the postseason, we're getting some new ones. Where should our new listeners go to find the Sports Injury Central site, and what else are you looking at this week before I let you go? Uh, SICscore.com, Sports Injury Central. And since we're starting the playoffs here, we'll extend that Jim Rome offer for a week to your guys again. Just put in the code, all caps, Jim Rome, no spaces, and get a free week of the sick pits, picks. The site is completely free. The sick picks cost some money. We spoon feed that to you. And some of the other things that we may look at is this is a Saturday matchup is a batter, battle of first-time playoff quarterbacks. Uh, 
also Brock Purdy versus Geno Smith. The Chargers are getting healthy at the right time. They're returning some players. I still believe Mike Williams will play. Bosa's back and will play. They could, they might even get Rashawn Slater back, their left tackle. So the Chargers are healthy this time versus the first time they played the Jaguars. They got throttled 38 to 10 in Los Angeles. And remember, that was the game that Justin Herbert was coming off his multiple rib fractures and was in a lot of pain in that game. So I think it's going to be different this time around. And as far as Brock Purdy and, and the 49ers versus the Seahawks, the Seahawks issue is they don't have their middle linebacker uh, who, who tore his ACL late season. And also they've missed their, you know, Jamal Adams, their safety all year. But, you know, Brock Purdy, can he hold up? I, I mean, he not only is a first-time playoff quarterback, but he's still a very young uh, rookie there. But San Francisco's defense is getting healthier. So that all may play out to be an under as well. I'm not going to lie, Doc. You're making me rethink some of my stuff, but it's too late. I'm on record. Listen, I really appreciate you <laughs> affording the listeners the free picks. For those who do not know, I want to stress that again. The site itself is completely free except for the picks. You have to pay for them, except this week they get them free. Tell me really quickly again where on the site they go and what's the code. Go to Sports Injury Central at SICscore.com. Click on the tab Sick Picks. And then uh, sign up and put in code Jim Rome, all caps, no spaces. Appreciate that. They are free. Doc, great job. Have a tremendous week, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much. Thank you. The Doc coming through with the free picks. Take advantage of that, clones. Take advantage of it. It's free. And that right there is another edition of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. My thanks to the head and the doc. If you have not done so already, can you smash the subscribe button on the way out? Hit us with a nice five-star review if you like what you hear. Appreciate you all. Good luck. Let's get paid. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next time. Peace.